Match Lava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Match Lava. And today is Monday, June twenty eighth, twenty twenty one. It's been a busy day. We've had really no releases today. It's kind of been slow on that end. Some decent restocks and stuff like that. But that's just kind of typical. Um, nothing too, nothing too profitable, but still some profitable stuff nonetheless. And just overall, slower day for reselling, but busy day for me at work. So getting home a little bit later just because of that, but it is what it is. Sometimes you have to do that when things are going wrong, and it's it's just the way things go sometimes. And I think that it's good. I, I, I honestly do. I mean, I'm not super thrilled whenever I have something break at the end of the day at work, and I have to stay late and try and fix it and then realize it's all jacked up, and there's not really a whole ton you can do with it at the moment, but you're still trying to figure out what you can do for the next day and get yourself prepared and stuff. But that kind of stuff happens all the time in business, and I think it goes overlooked a lot. I think that a lot of us don't realize that when we're starting a business. We just kind of see the the good parts and the positive parts, but we don't really take it for what it is. There are things that can go wrong, and that's not to say that you shouldn't look at it positively because there's a lot of positive things about running a business and owning a business, including like a lot of good character-building things and just things that help you understand finance in general. And a lot of problem solving skills are developed through owning a business as well. So there's a lot of benefits to it. But the one thing that I realize is that the more I operate my business, obviously there's things that I can do to eliminate issues and problems and kind of take and form systems to eliminate some of the issues that I've had. But there's always going to be something that comes up at some point. And that's not to discourage you, but that's to kind of encourage you and realize that that's just the way things are. That's life. And we always, whenever things are going like it's best, that's usually whenever I realize that there's something that's, that, that, that there's something that goes wrong, right? I mean, you just feel like you're on top of the world and then something happens where you come crashing down and that's just the cycle of, of, of life. You know what I mean? You're not always going to be on those highs and they wouldn't be highs at that point. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things where you have to you have to take it for what it is. You have to take your business for what it is and whatever it's providing you at that point you have to deal with it and you have to make do with what you can and then obviously try and grow it whenever you see possible. So that's what I've been doing and it's good. I mean, there's just a lot of things that come up, right? We see a lot of problems happen with our businesses and in order to attack those, you just have to get in the mindset of, okay, this is an issue and there is a solution out there. There's some solution. Somebody has found a solution. There is something I can do. What can I do to solve it? Don't get down on yourself and don't beat yourself up and say, I shouldn't have let this happen. Obviously, whatever you did, if you if you caused the issue, was probably not the best idea. But if you're stuck on beating yourself up over the issue instead of trying to fix it, well, you're already behind the eight ball. So you have to be focused on trying to correct the problem and trying to find a solution, whether it whether it's a a very simple solution, maybe a buyer just needs something canceled or whatever. It was a nice sale and the issue is just the buyer wants to cancel. Okay, fine. You cancel the order, not a big deal. But if the problem is more complex, you may have to come up with a creative solution and that just requires more work. And while that's not fun and while a lot of the times problem solving in that regard isn't really the most interesting or enjoyable part of our business, it really does prepare you for the future and it can help you a lot more down the road, right? The, the smaller problems that come up today, it, barring that your business grows, right? If you're trying to grow your business and your business continues to grow, it'll you'll have bigger problems that come along in the future. And if you can eliminate those problems now based on some sort of small loss that you take or some sort of small issue that comes up, they will help you eliminate problems down the road because you can do things and put systems in place to eliminate those and 
keep them from coming up again. And that's what we want to do. When you see a problem come up, don't just solve it and then walk away. You also have to take the time to put together a plan of how you will never let that happen again and then adhere to that plan. And it requires a lot of discipline. I think a lot of people get scared by that and they think, oh, like I don't want to be disciplined. It sounds really boring and stuff. But when you're disciplined in what you're doing and you have procedures that you need to follow, it becomes much easier to eliminate the the bad things from happening and you, you start to feel less and less behind than you really are right i mean like you start to feel like you're less always like just scattered and that's what i've realized the more plans that i have in place and just stupid little things right i i put everything down into a notebook or at least i've started to and by notebook i mean like it's digital it's on one note but i put everything into there for stuff that i do especially stuff that i do that i hate right the, the thing that is so boring or the thing that takes so much time and that I always have to rejog my memory for and think, okay, what do I, how did I do this last time? Like one of the things that I do is I have to pay quarterly taxes and there's a bunch of different websites that you, that I have to go to. And sometimes it's like, okay, well, what was the, what was the exact link that I have to click here? Or where is the website that I need to go to? And how do I need to fill this out? And I put that exact procedure into my notebook. So that way, every time I go on to do that I also open my OneNote file and all the exact steps that I need to do are there and that helps me in two ways one I can go and do those all myself and it saves me a lot of time from trying to recall how to do the the exact set of steps and if anything changes I just kind of append whatever step that changed and put whatever the the new way of doing it is but then number two the other thing is if I ever want to outsource this and I have like a finance department or just somebody controlling my finances that would be nice to give them and say, hey, here's how you do this, or here's how you, here's how you do, I mean, like, I don't know, maybe that's not maybe the best example, but if you're trying to do something and maybe you don't want to have to do it in the future, then you, you obviously, you, you want to be able to outsource that and making guides and procedures and stuff like that helps you out a lot. So the real takeaway, I guess, from this podcast is you're going to have problems with your business. That's just, that's life. That's that's how every business is. Every business has different problems, except the bigger businesses typically have bigger problems because they are making more money and they're going to have a, a bigger money problem because they usually have bigger clients and things like that. But the, the thing to keep in mind is that even when these problems come up for you, it's not the end of the world. The only time you're going to really fail is if you give up on your business completely. So don't give up. Just figure out what the solution is. It may require you to lose some money. It may require you to lose a little bit of sleep. It may require you to work a little harder, but you will come out of it better and you'll have a new set of, of steps that you can follow in order to eliminate that problem from ever happening again. And then stick to those steps. That's all you got to do. And there will be a lot of procedures in place, a lot of things. But if you can kind of gear the way that you do things, maybe listing the way that you list. If you make a lot of errors in your description, maybe come up with one singular listing description that's the same every time. That's what I do. And it eliminates a lot of issues. And I'll copy the title, I'll paste it in there, and then I will put the exact same description. And then if it's new or used, I will just specify that. I don't even put new or used in my description. I put it in the title because that way I don't have to worry about, oh, I accidentally used the new description for a used item or vice versa. So that's just kind of the way that I do it. And those sort of little things save you a lot of headaches down the road. When somebody gets something and they say, hey, you said this was new, it's clearly used, what the heck? And you go, oh, I'm sorry, I accidentally put the wrong description in. Like that's that's a very honest mistake. It's not like you were trying to rip them off. They feel like you were, and it creates this huge issue. Now they leave you a negative feedback. Now you have to take the return. Now you're trying to help them out. eBay's got you on an INAD. It's like a whole issue just because you accidentally typed the right the the wrong description. So maybe yours is that you just typed 
the description every time by hand it may take you a little longer but you eliminate all the mistakes because you know that the items new are used you're actually doing it live like you can do whatever you want but whatever works for you and whatever is most efficient for you and whatever gets your job done the best that's what you have to figure out and those sort of things that eliminate problems down the road are going to help you in the long run so hopefully that helps out hopefully you can kind of take and apply that this is what i've been really focused on right now is, is really trying to figure out how do i apply systems to my business and then outsource stuff because in the future I mean, maybe right now I don't need to outsource everything, but in the future, I obviously would like to because that's how you build a business, right? I can't always be the person that's doing the bookkeeping or I can't always be the person that's doing the listing or always the person who's taking photos or shipping or even sourcing. You can outsource sourcing. If you really come up with a good way of doing it, you can write it down, you can make some videos about it and you can put it on like a Google Drive or a Dropbox and give it to a virtual assistant or somebody that you hire out and have them do it for you. And they're not gonna wanna go do it because they don't wanna sell on eBay and open an eBay account and try and ship all this stuff. They, they're just happy to get paid to do random stuff on the internet, right? So you could outsource this stuff and then they send it to you whenever it's ready to purchase and you just buy whatever it is. Like that sort of stuff would be a great way to outsource and you can work some, you can focus on the higher level things in your business, like stuff like trying to figure out new opportunities to dive into and things like that. So that's what I'm looking at right now. That's what is of the most interest to me. And that's the way that you scale your business. And ultimately you can have the, the option to, Hey, do I want to go and work on my business today? Or do I want to take a day off? Can, can I take a day off? Can I take a week off and not have to worry about things completely crashing down and falling apart? Like that's, that's the dream right there. The dream is not just having a business, but it's being able to be outside your business help your business, build your business, but be outside of your business in a way that you don't always have to be there to make things work, right? You don't want to be the, the you don't want to be the only thing that keeps your business running because that is a very fragile business. So hopefully that helps out. Hopefully you can make some more money and figure out a few more things about how to run your business that way, but that's what I've been working on. So you guys have a great rest of your Monday. I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.